Aloha, people of God. This is your brother, Mike Dillard, coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to Fully Submitted with Brother Mike. So today is the 4th of July weekend. It's Saturday. I'm uh, just now getting in my car. I'm going out for a drive, you know, just because uh, I've been in the house all day, you know, uh, spending time with Holy Spirit. Uh, Just a a really great, quiet day, you know, working on a new website and all this other stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the man of a billion backstories. So here's a quick backstory. And this is actually what prompted this message. See, I had in mind, well, I had prayed a particular prayer that, you know, the Lord would help me do a podcast today, but on another subject. But as we know, this is a live and dynamic podcast. So wherever the message, you know, hey, wherever it comes up, that's what I'm putting it down, right? Wherever I get it, that's where I spit it. So let's hit it. So what happened was, what it happened was, I was, I had just got done working on my new website. You know, there was some challenges that I couldn't overcome without having to go to my uh, web hosting, my current web hosting provider, right? I'm moving my website to a different web hosting provider. And, uh, and then inside of there, I'm going to modify it, right? So, but my current company, they're closed on the weekend. So when I got done, it occurred to me, like, I started feeling real antsy, right? And I'm like, you know what, Holy Spirit, I, I got to get up out of here, right? I mean, I, I love my house, but I got to get up out of here. <laughs> and I started thinking of what I could do, right? I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I'm relatively young. I got, I'm, I'm single, right? I got money. I got a car. It's like, I could do what I want to do, right? But as I sat and thought about it, it really occurred to me. I'm like, you know what, Holy Spirit, what is there to do? There's really nothing to do, you know? I thought about the movies, like, ah, I don't want to go watch a movie. I could go, you know, out and eat some food. Yeah, I don't want to do that. You know, I kind of thought through all the things that I could do. Hold on, I'm rolling up my windows because that wind noise is about to get really loud in here, right? Hopefully you guys could hear what I was saying beforehand. But anyway, yeah, so I just started uh, thinking, I'm like, wow, you know what? What is there to do with the emphasis on do, right? And the do equates to what can I do to alleviate this 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 feeling of angst that's on the inside of me, right? And then as I went and I got, you know, prepared to, you know, head on out, got my, got my fresh gear on, got the fly clothes on and everything. I'm like, okay, I'm looking good, smelling good. Okay, I'm feeling good. You know, then it occurred to me, and I believe this was the Holy Spirit giving me insight, helping me to understand what was going on. And don't worry, I'm, I have a title. I'm getting to it in a second. And so what occurred to me is that, you know what? There is nothing that I can do to make that feeling go away, right? Because that feeling... It's, it's, it's like emptiness or it's loneliness. It's basically, it's places where, or a place or places where, you know, 
a Holy Spirit hasn't filled that area yet for whatever reason, right? It, it's that's really what it is. So what I understood is that I need to cry out to God about this thing, right? So what's happening is I don't physically feel pain, but my spirit, as it quiets down, because that's what I've been doing, as I quiet down, I am aware. It's not like it was just presented to me. No, no, no. See, it's always there. It's just that when I'm ripping and running and being so busy, doing stuff, working, trying to close sales, trying to hustle, you know, oh, I got to write a book. Oh, I'm doing a podcast. Oh, I'm trying to close a contract. Oh, this. So, you know, so as you do all of this stuff, we're so busy, right? But the Bible said, be still and know that I am. See, as I'm, as I'm becoming more still before Holy Spirit, what's happening is I'm, I'm much more in tune with what he's saying. I'm more sensitive to him. But in addition to that, I'm realizing I'm also more sensitive to what is going on inside of me. You feel me? So I'm sensing something that was always there. It's just that I was too busy to be aware of it. Now that I'm quieting down, I'm aware of it. And usually what I had trained myself to do, this is going to help you. If you have if you are someone that has dealt with or still deals with uh, an addictive, compulsive behavior, uh, whether it's pornography or gambling or drinking or you're a sex addict or you're a shopping addict, any type of addict, right? This is going to help you if you want to get help. This is going to help you, okay? And I am going to get to the title. But anyway, so yeah, so what occurred to me is like, wow, okay, so it's always been there. I'm just quieting down before you. Now I am more aware that it's there. And what I had done in the past unconsciously or even consciously, because I thought it was maybe boredom, so I tried to do stuff. I tried to fill it with stuff, right? Whether it's going out, you know, hanging out with people, you know, before I was ever married, when I was single, okay, maybe I fill it up with dating women, you know, or y'all know, you know, I had an addiction with pornography for many years, or what do I do? I filled it up with pornography, right? Now, if you're a person that's dealing with addiction, then you fill in the blank. You know, you do the same, but you fill it up with whatever the addiction of your flesh is. And that's what the Bible says is the sin that so easily entangles you. Everybody is different. I'd like to think everybody has a vice. It seems like they don't. Um, and if they don't, then God bless them. <laughs> Man, what a wonderful life it must be to not have a vice. Um, but yeah, but anyway, so that's what's, that's what's really happening, right? That's really what's going on with addiction. So there are places in the heart that are not filled yet by Holy Spirit. Maybe, you know, we put up doors and we don't want to go in there. Um, we, you know, we don't want to go in there to get, to see whatever is behind those doors, or we want to keep people out, whatever it is. But 
you know, that's what's in those areas, right? Your spirit is aware of it. It's aware of it. And, you know, it, it registers as some type of a feeling. Ennui, boredom, anxiety, you know, whatever it is, you try and fill it with stuff. You try and fill it with activities. You try and fill it with things. You try and fill it with people or sex or whatever. And guess what? There is nothing. That's what that's what I got today. I got that understanding. There is nothing on the planet that I can do that's going to make that go away. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing that you can do. You cannot drink enough. You cannot smoke weed enough. You cannot get high enough. You cannot have sex enough. You cannot watch porn enough. You cannot uh, uh, go shopping enough. You cannot, right? Because that, that area, so think about this. If you've ever been in a situation where you were trying to hammer a nail, you know, a little simple nail, you tried to hammer it, you missed the nail and you you slammed your finger instead, right? If that's ever happened to you, it's happened to me, right? Then, you know what I'm talking about, your finger is just throbbing, it's throbbing. There's nothing you can, you just gotta deal with it, it's just throbbing. Here's another backstory, I was on a submarine. In a submarine before you go up to periscope depth, right? If it's, if it's nighttime, then what you do is you rig that room for black. You rig it for black. You rig it for dark. You turn all the lights off and you have red lights on. Why? Because if you're used to looking at bright light and then you go up there and you look out the periscope and it's pitch black, you can't see anything. Your eyes are not night adapted. So what happens is they'll say rig control for black, right? Or rig it for red, right? You rig it for red or you rig it for black. And now your eyes get a chance to get accustomed to the dark so you can see better whatever targets might be up there on the surface, right? Well, one day, as, you know, we had rigged this particular room, it, it, actually, it was we was rigged for black. It wasn't rigged for red. You have to memorize your way around the submarine. So because I was a mechanic, uh, what they call an auxiliary man, uh, I my job you know, every, uh, I guess like every 18 hours, my job per se was to roam around the ship and check all of the mechanical systems. You know, I check refrigeration, oxygen, uh, high pressure air, hydraulics. I checked out, I was the roving watch stander. So I'm literally going all throughout the submarine, every single level, uh, forward, uh, y'all would say front to the back. We say forward to aft, right? You check everything. But before you go up and you want to, let's say, bring in air to the ship, then you have to change the ventilation system, right? So, you know, me and people like me, we memorize, we memorize the procedures, we memorize all the valves and everything that you would have to do to, you know, modify the ventilation system, depending upon, you know, what your situation is. Hope I'm not boring you guys disappointed is and you have to memorize the submarine so you can do it even in the dark right there's no excuse oh it's dark we, we're just gonna die we can't breathe here no 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 you memorize where everything is in the dark so even if you're rigged for black and you got no light you can still move around and you will get it done so 
I was modifying the system in the dark. I finished my job and I put my hand on the wall or what we would call the bulkhead. I put it on there. I knew it was partially on the door, but I didn't realize exactly where my hand was on the door. See, my hand, the door was actually open and I had my hand somehow in between like the door jam. You know where the door connects in, in that frame and it pivots, it, it goes open and shut. See, my, my fingers were in between that space. So right before we went up to the surface, the person in that room tried to close the door. You know, that was his job. That was their responsibility. They had to close the door. Well, I, I didn't realize they were going to close the door. And they slammed, they tried to shut the door with my fingers in the middle. It, the pain was so intense, I couldn't even yell and say, hey, stop it. Right? What happened was, because it was black, uh, it was pitch black. The other person on the other side, all they knew was like something weird was going on with the door and the door wouldn't slam so what did they do? Of course, they tried to slam it shut multiple times. Oh, it still didn't slam. Let me slam it even harder. Meanwhile, my fingers are in that door. And all I could see was stars. So finally, I was just thinking, I'm like, this person is, they're, they're working themselves up. <laughs> they are working themselves up into a white hot lather to shut this door and the next time they may actually break my fingers so i i just i just sucked it up i mustered up the courage and i literally just kicked the door and i kicked that dude away from the door and then i was like oh my gosh my hand right you know like oh man right and then he realized what had happened but my point was there was nothing i could do it was just throbbing and it throbbed for a long time there was nothing. Oh, put some ice on it. Man, I ain't doing nothing. The pain is still there. It's just throbbing. It doesn't matter. Leave me alone, right? <laughs> Man, it was so painful to even think about it now. I really thought all of my fingers was going to get chopped off for real. But anyway, so that's what's happening, right? If you have an addictive nature, right, then when you're hurting, there, there's something inside you all the time that's hurting and hasn't been given over to the Lord. It's not healed yet. And you may not know how to do that. And so in my case, you know, I, I did a lot of counseling over the years, but recently it's came to my attention that I needed to seek a, a, a trauma psychologist because my dad, some of you heard this, my dad was murdered when I was 10 years old. So that's really when stuff happened for me, right? There's things that I locked away in my heart. I never, I didn't unlock. So as I grow in Christ, it's just become more and more obvious. Like, hey, I must go behind that door. And even though I was a certified counselor and whatnot, I don't have the skills to do that on my own. I have to go to somebody else. Why? Because that hurt is there. And it's just sitting there and it's just throbbing. It's throbbing. And, and, and if you have been struggling with or dealing with or have an addictive personality, then I'm here to tell you, although your, your circumstances may have been different, the situ you may find yourself in a similar situation to where 
there's hurt on the inside of you it's just throbbing and it may not feel like hurt to you consciously but your spirit is aware of it and and what happens is consciously you try and fill it with something right you try and fill it with something drinking sex drugs porn whatever the problem with the problem is while people say there's no cure for addictions there's no cure right there is no worldly cure for addiction right because the problem is not really it's not physical and and the truth of the matter is to some extent it's not even solical right? i mean it, it's it's in your soul and it's in your spirit it's not a physical thing so you taking drugs and you doing jumping jacks or whatever that stuff it's not going to help because it's never even getting to the root cause of the problem you need help right now with some things you can just go to the lord and pray about it you know the lord can do his thing boom bow when it's done right <laughs> and then other times no 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 the lord is going to help guide you through that healing process he's going to use a human because god uses people on this plane of existence right he's going to use a human that's going to help guide you to those deep places in your heart to where you've been hurt right and if you walk that out and you stick with the lord and you pray and you work it through right then you'll get healed and you won't go back to that thing again it'll just be gone and so coming to the title instead the solution is christ see christ is the solution christ is the answer so the bible says cast your cares upon him and that's the title right cast your cares that's the title of this episode cast your cares the bible says to cast your cares upon him right because he cares let me look that up i'm pretty sure that's what the scripture says first peter 5 7 king james version says casting all your care upon him for he careth for you see he cares about you cast your care upon him it may seem like you're going through it alone and it may seem like no one understands you or there's absolutely nothing that you can do you're just stuck like chuck with this thing and what else can you do except give into it again i'm here to tell you right brother sister we've been going about it all wrong right the solution is christ the solution is one cry out to god well first thing first and foremost you need to quiet down you need to quiet down you need to modify your life and your lifestyle and quiet down if you're not already quiet you need to get quiet and see when you get quiet like i said earlier you become very aware of two things one holy ghost two the stuff that's going on inside of you you get very aware of it then you're in a position to start making some moves and get healed and get better because you're aware of it right so once you do that as you're aware of that numbness or that emptiness or however you want to call it that gnawing feeling that nagging feeling like oh i, I gotta do something you know see you have to become aware of that most of us are just in the habit of just doing it's just it's just a habit you just do but you're not aware of it see when you slow down you quiet down before the holy spirit then you're aware of it that's what happened with me today i was aware of it. i was like huh what is that 
well, I need to get up out of this house and go do something, right? And the more I thought about it, see, we don't usually just think about it. You just go and do it. But this was different. I thought about it. What is that? And still on my habit, yeah, I need to get up out of here. I need to get out of here, Holy Ghost. Okay, let me get dressed, get out of here. But I'm still thinking, what is that? What what could I do? There's what, honestly, what can I do? Huh? Well, there's nothing I can, there's nothing I can do. If I went to a movie, that's not going to do it. I knew it. That's not going to do it. I could go eat some food. No, that's not going to do it. Work out. That's not going to do it. Oh my goodness. Hey, what about hang out with some people? That's not going to do it. Oh no. What am I going to do? There's nothing I can do. See, I was, I was alert, right? The Bible says, be ye, be alert, be sober, right? We were called to be sober, Right, I was being, I was in a sober moment when I, when I, I, I felt that I was aware of that, and that's why I could ask myself and the Holy Spirit those questions: What is this? What do I do about this? Right, and then I got some answers. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> There's no action that you can take except to go to Christ, to cast your cares upon Him. Why? Because He careth for you. See, that's the solution. That we just like I wanted the pain to go away from my hand, I couldn't make it go away. That 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 hand throbbed for hours. There was nothing I could do about it. And see, if you have an addictive personality or an addictive nature, however you want to term it, you struggle with an addiction of the flesh, however you want to term it, right? Word it. The problem is always. That thing that, that, that triggers us, that makes us want to do that thing, you want it to go away. Why can't I just go to the doctor? Just, just take it away. Lord, just take it away. The thing is, he's just not going to take it away. You're going to have to learn how to sit in it, right? How to call on him and wait as he patiently, lovingly walks with you through that moment right that's what happened with me it's not like he took it away he just helped me in the moment because i called out lord help me with this that's the solution number one number two like i said you need to seek help now you can fast and pray i fasted and prayed for years and all everything you can think of doing i did it except this you know, except this, right? People tried to help me, but you know what? I didn't trust them. I didn't trust the process. I wouldn't let them get close enough to me. And so it didn't happen in my younger years. Now I see it for what it is. And I'm like, oh, I'm definitely getting this done, master. I'm going to get this done, right? I'm not playing around with this thing, right? Now I'm seeking the help, right? So I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get my healing. And so I'm going to encourage you, right? Just because, uh, you know, you you may need to go visit uh, a doctor or, and I don't even mean like a counselor, right? Because going to a psychologist is different. And this talk is for mature Christians. You guys remember that this podcast is for mature Christians. This is a mature talk, right? Just because you go to a psychologist not a counselor, a psychologist. It's different, you know? 
a counselor can help you with certain things. They can help you talk things through. A psychologist is going to really help you to identify what's going on and make the changes so that way, you know, you can live and you can be free and, you know, and, and walk in that freedom that you really want to if, if that's what you want to, right? They can help you. It's at a much deeper level than a counselor. So if, if you've been struggling for many years, I'm going to encourage you, right? Don't just go to a counselor, you know? Go see a psychologist and not just any psychologist. I'm going to encourage you to go see a trauma psychologist, right? Because in more instances than not, there was a point of trauma in your past, right? That caused the hurt, that caused the wounds that are still there. See, all of the counseling work that I did with counselors and that I did on my own as a certified counselor, you know, that, that brought some level of healing. But guess what? It's not deep enough. It's just not deep enough, right? And so this is this is my gift to you. This is, <laughs> I believe, a gift from the Holy Spirit to you, right? And this message isn't necessarily for everyone. Although what you can glean from this, what everyone can glean from it is cast your cares on the Lord because he cares for you. It doesn't matter what you go through. It doesn't matter what you go through. Whatever hurt you feel, you may not have an addictive nature. Okay? But at some point in time, you're going to be hurt. And this is the way that the Lord wants to deal with it. He helped me to understand yesterday that, you know what? He had always been waiting for me just waiting for me to cry out to him instead of me trying to deal with it on my own. That, that you know, his, his healing bomb was right there. It wouldn't have taken away that deep thing, but he could have helped me through the moment. So there are situations that I got myself in. I honestly did not have to go in. I didn't have to ever be in those situations, but I tried to deal with it on my own, right? Maybe I cried out once, oh Lord, please help. But a lot of times, you know, the one and done is not it. A lot of, like I said, he's going to help you patiently and lovingly walk through that moment, right? It's a moment when it flares up and it triggers inside of you. And it's like, oh, what is that? I got I to go do, I got to go do, right? No, what you got to do is call on the name of the Lord. Don't think about it. Call on the name of the Lord. Jesus, please. Whether you say Jesus or you call on Father, you call on Holy Ghost, they'll all help you, right? Help me, please. And you just grit your teeth, right? And you just, you know, you just, uh, man, you just get ready to deal with it, right? You just, you just fight it out. Stand there, stand there, stand there, stand there, stand there, right? The Bible says do all that you can do to stand and then stand. Just stand. You cried out to him, Lord, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. You might be crying out to him for the next 15 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, right? But if you do it, he will help you do it. So between you understanding the process, right? You need one, quiet down. Quiet yourself down before the Lord. Get still before the Lord. And know that he is the Lord. And also know what is inside you. You will hear it. You will feel it. And when it's triggered, don't just act without thinking like some beast, right? 
Think about it. What is this? You're a human. You've been given the power to think. What is this? Holy Ghost, what is this? Oh, God, help me with this. What is this? Why am I feeling this? What is this? Think it through. Ask him for help. Keep asking him for help. And understand that that, that feeling, that deep, deep, deep feeling, it's, it's not necessarily going to go away. He ain't just going to take it away from you, right? Something caused that wound and it's still there. It's just in there throbbing. And if it was something that he could just take away, like I always say, boom, bow. If it was something that he could just boom, bow away, you know what? It had been done already. It had been done already, right? But more often than not, that's not the case with, with trauma, deep trauma, right? I mean, seeing my dad, what well, I didn't see him murdered, but knowing that my dad was murdered, I mean, it affected my entire family, everybody, whether they say it or not, I can clearly see it affected every single one of us in different ways, right? You know, some of us will, will seek help. Some of us won't is what it is, right? Um, but I want to encourage you to seek help, okay? So if this message is landing in your heart and you're like, man, this this is exactly what I go through, you know, thanks, Brother Mike. Hey, hey, that's that's what's up, you know? I want you to get help. I want you to walk in freedom. And I encourage you to make up your mind and be determined that you will walk in freedom. Whatever it takes. I want you to think about this. If, if you've been traumatized and you didn't go see a, a, a clinical psychologist, some type of trauma psychologist, and I'm not a trauma psychologist, so if you are one, please forgive me if I'm not using the right terminology. You know, forgive me, please forgive me. But imagine this. Imagine that there is, let's say like a pie chart, okay? you We all know what a pie chart looks like. Let's say on this pie chart, there's a 25%, no, a 30% slice of the pie that's missing, okay? That's how you and I are, right? If you've been through trauma and you haven't really done the work to get that deep healing, then even though you think you're walking around and you think that you really know who you are, you don't. You've never really even met the real you yet because 30% of you is hidden away, locked away with that trauma. Wherever that hurt is, that's still throbbing, right? 30%, and this is just, a, I'm just using this number, pulling it out of thin air. Could be less, could be more, right? It could be more. But until you do that work, you're not going to know how to really walk in freedom. You're never going to walk in the real freedom that Christ gave you, that Christ died for you to have. Do you understand? Because you can't, right? You, you just can't snap your fingers and, 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 oh, boom, bow, there it is. Oh, I freed up the 30% of me that I, that I hid. You know, when that trauma happened, no, it's there. It's there until you do the work. And see, I made up my mind this year. I said, you know what, Lord? I will do the work. I will do whatever it takes. I need to go see it. Okay, I'll go to the psychologist. No problem. They'll give me the work. I'll do it. Whatever it takes, I'm going to do it. Why? Because I want to meet me. You know, all the other blessings that come 
uh, as, as a result of me being fully healed, right? That's great. But you know what? I want to meet me. I want to be free. I want to walk in the freedom and the fullness that the Lord Jesus Christ died for. He paid for it. You know, it's like there's a hot movie that you want to see. Somebody bought a ticket for you. All you got to do is go to the movie theater, right? The ticket is waiting for you at the beat. It's waiting for you at the will call. But if you don't go and do the work it takes to go and make it to the theater, guess what? You're not going to see the movie, even though you could have really wanted to see it, even though he, somebody actually bought a ticket for you. The ticket's there. That's what it is like with Christ, right? He died on the cross. He he not only purchased our salvation, the forgiveness of our sins, but healing by his stripes. ye are healed. Right. We all want the supernatural healing, like what happened with my daughter. Right. Um, you know how, you know, the Lord just supernaturally healed her right in the womb. Right. When people want healing, that's what they want. But a lot of times that's not how healing comes. Right. The Lord does use people. So, you know. You may need to work with a specialist to access that level of healing that Jesus bought and died. You know, he died so you could have that. So you could live abundantly and not live less than, right? But the choice is yours. The choice is up to you. Just like I said, somebody bought you a ticket. You want to go, oh, I want to watch that movie. You know, the new Star Wars movie is out. Man, that's the hot movie. Yeah, guess what? You got tickets. It's waiting for you. Oh, I don't feel like, you know, driving downtown to the movie theater. Well, tickets are there. I sure want to see that movie. Oh, I want to see the movie. Dude, shut up already. If you really want to see the movie, you know the tickets are there waiting for you. Go do what you need to do to get your ticket. And so, in a nice way, that's what I'm saying to you guys, right? Hey. If you're struggling with an area, right, which, you know, some people would call addiction or whatnot, then I would encourage you, obviously, go to the Lord, you know, quiet down, right, seek the Lord, cast your cares upon him, but also do what you need to do, get professional help, and don't be too prideful, and don't be ashamed, right, hey, I'm going to get my healing. And that's what it boils down to. I'm going to get mine. Are you going to get yours? Right? Can't nobody do, like they say, can't nobody praise him for you. Right? Can't nobody do the work for you. You either decide that you're going to be free or you just live impaired. It doesn't mean that you're not saved. It doesn't mean that you won't go on to glory when you die or that you won't be raptured up. But what it does mean is that you're living at less than you could be. Less. And I believe that when we see the Lord, he'll, 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 he'll let you know, like, this is the life that you lived, you know, well done, my faithful servant. This is the life you could have lived. This is what I actually paid for you to have. <gasps> what? And it will be a huge disparity, huge disparity, right? But you have to be courageous and you have to do the work. Even if it's scary, even if it's painful, Make up your mind. Look what Jesus did, right? Jesus walked it out. He knew he was going to die. He knew he was going to the cross. But you know what? He was courageous. He did it anyway. That we might have life and life more abundantly. That we might have 
What's that? Life and life more abundantly. Freedom, abundance, more than, not less than, more than. He did it for you. Can we do any less for ourselves? He did that for us. Can we do any less for ourselves? Be bold as a lion. Go for it. Go for it. Okay? All right. That's it. I'm bringing this to a close now. I'm bringing it to a close. I don't overshot where I was going to go. I got so hyped up talking to y'all. <laughs> I missed my exit. That's okay, though. Right? That is okay. Listen, the Lord loves you. Remember, cast your care upon him. It's not always about getting rid of that feeling. It's about working with the Lord through the moment, disciplining yourself, right? Feel the trigger, feel the burn, feel the angst or whatever that is. However it registers on the inside of you, feel that and control your flesh. Work it out with the Holy Ghost. Work it out, right? And get the professional help that you need to get that deep healing. Then when you get that deep healing, guess what? It'll go away. That throbbing, yeah, it'll go away then because you did the healing. You put the bomb on in the right place, right? If there's internal bruising and you just put some topical ointment on, well, that's not going to do anything. Shoot, the, the, the issue is internal. What is that? What is that? That, uh, that I don't even know. What is that ointment or cream going to do, right? It's not an internal organ. Yeah, I just slapped some on my arm. You didn't do anything. Well, I put medicine on. Yeah, but look what you put the medicine on. It's not going to do anything, right? And that's what it's like. If you're not going to go and get that deep healing, you're not going to get the professional help, then that's really what it's like. It's like you got internal bruising in an organ and all you did was slap some ointment on your arm or on your shoulder, you know? Well, I, I went to counseling. You know, I prayed about I read the Bible. Yeah, you did. It's a healing thing, but... You didn't put the healing thing in the right place where it needed to go. So you can't get the healing. I hope that's clear to you guys. Okay, that's it. I love you with the love of the Lord. Remember, always submit yourself unto the Lord. Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Okay, until next time, aloha and be blessed.